What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Mean Talks. And always, as always, sorry, I'm your host, Adela Mean. And uh, yeah, today we got episode 11. And uh, so this week I stumbled across this interesting this interesting topic. <clears throat> it's it, it's in... So there's this thing called the dopamine detox, and we're gonna go. I'm gonna go into like what dopamine is. I'm gonna talk about a dopamine detox. I'm gonna talk about how it affects us. Basically, dopamine is like this chemical in our brain. All right. So it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about all of that. All right. So um, yeah. Let's start with what is dopamine. So dopamine is this. It's like this chemical in our brain when it's released when we want or desire something or want or desire to do something now a personal problem that i've heard not not a problem that's been said by other people but uh like i've heard it said by other people but i also agree with this is that it's the it's the pleasure chemical it's not like i don't think that's a good name for it another a better name i heard that it was called was uh, the want or desire chemical. The reason being is dopamine can be released regardless of whether you like the outcome of what you did or not, or whether you're pleased or satisfied with it. It has nothing to do with the dopamine release. It has nothing to do at all. The stimulus itself in its nature will dictate how much dopamine is released. Like nowadays, there's a lot of things that are specifically designed to release like they're designed in a way that are when you do them are going to release a lot of dopamine and we're going to get into all of that so like i said it means it's when you want or desire something your dopamine's released even if you just want even if you're just thirsty and you want to drink some water dopamine release there you go so here's the really interesting part or like from like my quote unquote research watching YouTube videos, in other words, uh, that I stumbled across is dopamine is, when it's released, if, you're, if your brain's flooded with it, it's the kind of chemical, and it, we have the kind of chemical receptors where we build up a tolerance to it. So releasing X amount of dopamine after a certain amount of time, if you keep on continually, like habitually doing that, you, that's not going to do it for you. You're going to need X amount of dopamine plus one. You know, you're going to need, or like we would need a lot more. So basically when we do something where a, a reward is anticipated, for example, like, like I said, drinking water when you're thirsty, the reward is the anticipated reward at least is that you're not going to be thirsty anymore or you're going to feel hydrated. You're going to feel better that's that's when dopamine is released you know or even a more mundane example like studying like you when you're completing something like that like a task like that there's a dopamine release once you're finished or not once you're finished but there's a dopamine release from that or from reading because there's an anticipated reward what's the anticipated reward from studying getting a good grade what's the anticipated reward from uh what do i say reading um well, depending on whatever book or material you're reading, it would be to acquire the information that you're reading the book to acquire it because you want that information. 
So there's a want, there's a desire, and there's an anticipated reward. Now, the the really so I'll get into the what grinds my gears about or like there there's uh, we're gonna have a little mini rant later on, but that's that's its own thing. So now since I said that we build up a tolerance or we can build up a tolerance to dopamine, um, those like I said those new levels though you're gonna however high a dopamine release that is you're that's going to become that's the new norm which is why you're going to need more to get the same effects that is your new normal baseline all right so all of these things that w- w- okay so what are, what are things that give us these crazy boosts of dopamine today's society there's a lot of them um video games scrolling through social media those social media apps and all of them they they're they work so hard to design the best app and the best platforms, algorithms that are going to produce the most amount of dopamine because dopamine keeps you. That's, that's, that's what's addictive about that's what's addictive or you'll find addictive properties about things. It's not necessarily like, like, yeah, something like nicotine, that's an addictive chemical, but in, but what's, I, in my opinion, even with like drug uses, but something that's more addictive is it's the dopamine release. Like, why would you, like, I'm going to talk about this later. Why would you put poison in your body to a certain point? You don't want it anymore. You know, it's bad for you, but you're trying to like fulfill that feeling, you know? So some, that that's what all of those apps are doing too. All those video games, social media, uh, TV, um, eating junk food. And a pattern that I notice is all of these kind of surround or revolve most of them for the most part they revolve around more instant gratification you know um the way i thought about it or something that i thought to myself was okay there's a effort to reward ratio what does that mean small effort huge flooding of dopamine versus reading a book more effort you get a relative to the video games and all that social media and stuff relatively small amount of dopamine. So I think that's part of the reason why we happen to drift towards those things so much, not just because of the huge dopamine release. Yes, mostly that, but also it's, it's effortless. It's almost effortless for me to just scroll on my phone and just go through Oh, bro, getting out of the TikTok loop and just scrolling it. Like you'll just keep on scroll. I'll just keep me personally, I can't speak for anyone else. Me personally, I'll scroll from post to post until just until I find something like like funny, and it's just I'll just keep going. It's it's breaking that loop is hard. Why the dopamine? So yeah, so like uh, sorry, excuse me, lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, so we're gonna need more over time. So essentially, our we need a higher dosage. We're going to need a higher dosage of dopamine. If you want to think of it in terms of like medicine, like dosages, you know, cause I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm going to get into this later and what I think about this, like dopamine, it's not a bad thing. All right. It's not something, it's not just a bad part of our body. You know, it's, it drives us. It's part of, it's something inside of us that drives us. But, um, there's a, I think the best way I could word it is that there's a little bit of a, miswiring at least for me personally with how i under how i my how my dopamine works we'll, we'll get into all that now 
on the other end of the spectrum, like different types of different types of actions or like tasks, whatever you want to call them. Um, they don't release as much dopamine. What are those things that could be reading, writing, working on a business, uh, <clears throat> podcasting, uh, working out the, like, and with the pattern with these things, they're productive. They're, they're, they're more building, you know, they're not tearing you down. Like sure. Anything in excess can like be detrimental, but these things, when you put them side by side with those other lists of, um, actions I said before with those high dopamine releases, there is an easy, there's an easy distinction and generalization you can draw from them. One of them, huge amount of dopamine, low effort, also instant gratification, not really helping you out so much, you know, social media. Yeah, it could be helpful. But like, if we were to say the action isn't social media itself, but just scrolling, mon like monotonously just scrolling through, you know, or like binge watching TV, all of those things, instant grat like gratification, or at first, there's instant gratification, but uh, after a certain amount of time, it's just you're doing it to the point where you get that same feeling from the dopamine because you need more but those other like the reading working on a business podcasting they're helpful they're productive and i'm not just labeling that as because they're not detrimental like no podcasting podcasting can be a helpful thing it can be it has the potential to be uh for me why like just for me for example i find doing this podcast it's really i find it really fulfilling i enjoy doing it uh, I notice benefits just from articulating my thoughts when I'm having a conversation with someone. Uh, I don't, I think I speak differently now than when I did when I first started the podcast. I don't, I don't think my sentences sound the same. Not great. Small improvements, not, not giant, but you know, still nonetheless, like I've noticed good things for myself out of this, you know, and what happens when I do this, I get a dopamine release. Now, in the long run, that we're getting, sorry, excuse me, for these lower dopamine releases, you might think, oh, less dopamine, that means it's not as good. You're not going to enjoy it as much. No, actually, in fact, the reason that we don't enjoy something doesn't have to do with the amount of dopamine that's released. It's what I said before. It has to do with the tolerance. A higher tolerance means you need more for the same effect. Same with this. If I have, if I keep on doing, if I do more of these things with uh, small spurts of dopamine, my tolerance, it'll keep my tolerance in check, assuming I'm not doing so much of the other things. Not to say those other things are terrible for you in, in uh, moderation, but like, I mean, I'm like, I'm the first one to do all of those like huge dopamine burst things. That's why I feel comfortable talking about this because like there's a reason I stumbled across like this dopamine detox. Right, once again, going to talk about that later, part of the little rant. Um, yeah, since we're keeping with these small activities or these small dopamine releasing activities, that keeps our tolerance in check. So then once we, once we do do something we want or desire to do, we'll feel really good about it, even though it's just a small amount of dopamine, you know? But, and like I said, 
it's also good things versus not so good things. And I'm not, I don't like making a list of goods and bads, but I do believe in like a list of useful and not as useful, if that makes any sense. <clears throat> so, why? Here, this is the, this is kind of the part of the talk where I start referring to myself personally and my opinions, my internal dialogue, just because the first, the first part was kind of more of uh, background information on how dopamine works. So, if I, if we say why, why, what's my motivation to do those, like, to do those smaller dopamine things, we touched upon it a little bit, but more so, it, like, if we compare the, if we compare something like, social media or reading um it's not that i don't want to do things that are good for me you know like people always like i hear people say like oh and i actually i heard this recently and i actually agree with it like there's there are people you'll hear motivational speakers and they'll say oh you don't you just don't want it bad enough you don't want it bad enough this and that and it's like sure there has to be a drive there but if your dopamine is messed up, if not, okay, not if your dopamine is messed up, but if the way your dopamine tolerance is, if it's extremely high because of doing X, Y, and Z, yeah, your wants and desires, it's going to, you're going to have, you're going to have so much gravity working against you. And I'm talking, I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me. I'm going to have so much gravity. I have so much gravity against me from doing those things. Now that's not a cop out that's not a cop out it's acknowledging a problem and then you address the problem what's the problem here the uh dopamine uh misuse or yeah dopamine tolerance that's the problem okay now obviously that's that responsibility of fixing that falls upon the person because you got your i mean you got yourself there so i i got myself to a point where like yeah i noticed some like form of gravity pulling me in terms of like dopamine. Like I feel like if I'm studying and my phone's not next to me, like I feel myself like, oh, I want to check my phone. Or if there's a notification, I feel myself like, oh, like I want, I want to check it. Why? Dopamine. And that's, that's, it's not that I don't want to study. I mean, studying can be boring, but it's not that I just don't so much want to study. It's that like my wants, my, my, the studying isn't, doesn't do it for me as much as so easily going on social media and getting a lot more dopamine for a lot less cost, you know? So studying, it would take a much larger reward, you know, and quicker, quicker reward for me to want to do it more. But realistically, that's not going to happen. So like I said, for like me personally, I felt that kind of gravity. Like I noticed, like I noticed prior to like stumbling upon this like dopamine detox and like sub like the subject. Uh, I noticed like oh my phone, you know, like the phone it cre it helps release a lot of dopamine, you know, and I feel that gravity from my phone pulling me, uh, like pulling me down. 
And it's like I didn't accidentally stumble across like, like I said stumble stumble across before, but like I like quote unquote stumble I quote unquote stumbled across like a dopamine detox and watched like videos on that. And it's like I like like I don't want my brain to operate in that way. Just like just to simply try to get like more and more hits of dopamine because then it's then it's gonna take me away from doing the things I really want to do. Like making this podcast, for example. And, you know, there's different varying degrees of like this dopamine mess up tolerance, whatever you want to call it. There's plenty of different degrees of it comes in all different shapes and forms. But, you know, I personally felt it, you know, so that's why I'm talking about it because it's hard. It's difficult. It's my internal dialogue, my thoughts. That's why I'm putting it out there because I like like when I talk about something, it's because I suck at that thing, you know that's that's just how it is you know so let's just say or sorry now we're gonna say what a dopamine detox is so from my research dopamine detox is basically you kind of target the things or those habits you kind of you want to calm down or you know you identified as an issue for yourself and not even just habits or identifying certain things like apps, uh, screen time, uh, social media, whatever it is. You want to identify those things, uh, put boundaries and limits on those things. You don't want to just try to get rid of everything enjoyable and everything that's going to release dopamine to you. Like that's just, that's not realistic because I mean, like we said before, drinking water when you're thirsty it releases it releases dopamine. So you basically target certain things that you want to work on uh because they're messing up your dopamine. They're messing up your dopamine system and that's uh taking you away from your a- actual wants and desires and stopping the chemical. Oh, that's a good way to put it. It's stopping the chemical from working properly or working for you the right way. So you try to stop it for a while. And you know my friend pointed this out to me. I say this up every episode. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to fall. Like I tried, like I'm trying this dopamine detox for like the first time. It's not easy. You know, uh, I can, I can tell you like I, I went on social, like I've, I've been on my phone, you know, this week and it's, it's not easy, you know, like it's okay to fall. Um, cause I mean, as long as you don't stay down there and you get back up, like it's not that big of a deal. Like you're, we're human, you know, and saying you're human, once again, it's not a cop out, you know, it's just, you can't have so, we talked about this during the goals episode. You can't have so much, such high expectations from yourself that you get crushed. You know, it has to be realistic enough to where you, you grow from it, you know, and don't get crushed, you know, something to aim at within reach, but enough that you have to reach, you know, so you don't want to, you have to tell yourself, you have to realize that you're human and not be so hard on yourself. So then you can actually get through something like this because something like this dopamine, what are we talking about? Essentially, we're talking about an addiction. All right. Like anyone that knows anything about addiction is that it's not, it's changing. Isn't easy changing, changing, like changing's hard, you know, and it's going to take time and it sucks and it's painful, but this dopamine, it's a, yeah, it's a big part of it. And uh funny thing, so there was this little experiment that people did with rats just to show how powerful dopamine is. And I think what they did was they had a rat switch on 
like hit a switch and once they hit the switch they did something i think they might have like actually done it themselves to the rat they made the rat's brain release a bunch of uh dopamine and so he did it to the point where he he just wouldn't want like he would just keep on doing it doing it doing it and like neglecting everything else until it would just become exhausted now they also did another part of that experiment where they set where they made the dopamine sensitivity in its brain or they just released such little or they blocked the dopamine receptors i'm not really sure either or and what happened to the rat was it just became so lethargic and it just lied on the floor it even going to drink water was too much for it it didn't have enough it didn't have the want or desire from dopamine because of dopamine. Dopamine is going to drive that want and desire to drink water and eat food to keep you alive. It wouldn't even do that unless one of the lab researchers, whoever, brought food directly to the rat's mouth, you know? And that says a lot because how strong does something have to be for you to not even feel driven to like like think about how you feel when you've been your mo like i think like i love food and i think about how i've acted and how i've been when i'm my most hungry like you don't want to be around me i'm not a happy person so i can't imagine not wanting to eat like that's not something that registers in my brain so like that paints a huge picture for me of how strong dopamine is you know and it's 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 like wow this this could like dopamine like i said before dopamine it's not a bad thing we need dopamine to drive our wants and desires it's just not function it just might not be functioning properly and once again i can't speak for anyone else i can only speak for me i'm talking about myself i don't think my like my dopamine function could be a lot better you know like it's you know like social like scrolling on my phone for too long that's not that ain't helping so you know you work on it that's it now that was uh, uh that was part of the little rant, but um this brought a lot of thoughts and things I've heard in the past to my head, and I kind of wanted to just say like these little phrases and then kind of talk about them. I'll try I'll try not to yell, but we'll see. So, what are these phrases? Um, hey, I can I can stop anytime I want. Hmm. Eh, since I messed up, I I might as well just you know eat the eat the whole cake what why uh why wouldn't i do it there aren't any bad side effects to it oh this isn't harmful for me it's okay oh no i'll just i'll just have a little bit all right i'll just have a little bit wait why not it makes me feel good all right so i don't know if anyone else has heard these things but like all of these if I mean, I, I was I was ignorant as to as to how dopamine works, so I never how I just never knew how to respond or think about those phrases that I just said. But now that I understand dopamine, it kind of makes a little more sense and it's more clear, you know. Like what's an like an easy example is something like like smoking like smoking weed, for example. People people say like I've heard this the most. I'm just throwing this example out there. Like I'm not trying like uh, I can't tell anyone like I can't tell anyone what to do I have my own views but like regardless of my own views or anything just someone that like smokes weed like they'll say oh THC all of that that's not it doesn't it doesn't have addictive properties it's not an addictive chemical okay but guess what if it's dopamine it's a dopamine release 
What's something else? Like, if, has, if anyone's ever watched, like, that show My Strange Addiction, you can become addicted to anything, literally anything. I put a poll up on my Instagram, and even everyone said, like, I asked, oh, can you become addicted to anything? And, like, 100%, I didn't even expect that, 100% of people said yes, all right? So there you go. You could, but why? Because of dopamine, all right? Oh, it isn't harmful. Okay, but guess what? You're messing up the way your brain uses dopamine for when you actually do need dopamine to do things that are good for you, okay? And, you know, it might not affect you so much now down the line, but, like, over time, like, the things we do to screw ourselves up or, like, hurt ourselves, like, it accumulates, you know? It's not like a one, like, if you don't address it, it's not just, like, a one-time thing, but, like, it accumulates. Just, like, if you do something, small good things over time, that accumulates, too. It works both ways, you know? Or... Why not? It makes me feel good. Yeah, it makes you feel good. But guess what? Like you keep on doing it and doing it and doing it. So then it's not going to feel as good after a certain amount of time because you're going to need more and more and more dopamine to get the same effects, you know? And to that point, you might not, that doesn't even, just because you're getting those effects and feelings in your head, that doesn't mean it's going to make you like it too. At a certain point, like I, I just might, like I've, I've just felt myself like like with the phone. I felt myself drawn to it like a moth a moth to a light bulb, you know, and it's just it's like whoa, that's that's a lot, you know, that's too much, you know. And it's just that that draws out how strong dopamine is and and, it, and it, in my head it addresses all of those really those mentality like oh, it's not addictive in its nature it's not addictive in its nature like it's not an addictive chemical like it doesn't matter if it's addictive chemical or not because dopamine is you build a tolerance to dopamine all right not to <clears throat> not really to like i mean I, I i i guess you could build a tolerance to thc but still it's not like like the right it's not addict it's it's like you might not become addicted because of the chemical properties but you might become addicted because of dopamine you know like why why do people like bite their bite their nails bite their teeth bite their or bite their teeth bite their cuticles why why would they do that because it in some i don't know why but some way shape or form it releases dopamine you know you can become addicted to a lot of things and uh, yeah like why would someone put poison into their body like heroin you know yeah it's gonna it might make them feel good a few times but at a certain point they're gonna feel like they need it not because they want it okay you think like they know it'll hurt them it'll they'll they like for the most part they probably know that but they're gonna keep putting it in them because they feel like they need that they because of the dopamine you know like yeah heroin has like i i believe it has addictive properties someone can message me reach out correct me if i'm wrong but the dopamine, you know, like to get the same feeling, the same amount, you need to keep on doing it and doing it and doing it. And it's just, that's, that's why it's such a huge, like powerful thing. That's why this dopamine thing, it caught me like, so it, 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 it hit a lot of notes for me. That's why like, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm a little more amped up than I usually am for my, uh, talks than my usual monotone self even though I still probably sound more monotone than uh, most people right now. But yeah, but uh, like dopamine, it could be, it could be good. You know, like if like on the other side of uh, this dopamine detox or whatever, it's going to be a long time. Cause like, 
Uh, I'm human. I, I screw up a lot, but I'm just gonna you just gotta keep pushing into that barrier. So at the end of this dopamine detox, hopefully, I just want I want to come out of the other side like with I like like a big thing for me. Like I want to see productivity. Not to say I'm like unproductive. I know I just know I'm not as productive as I could be. And I think dopamine's a big part of that puzzle. You know, it's just part of it. It's it's a big part, huge part probably. But I want to like hopefully. I, like I could talk about this again at some point and like on the other side I want to see I want to be be able to say like oh like I like it's a huge difference in terms of how you feel when you're actually doing those things like reading writing podcasting those things that are good for me good for like like that'll help me and help build me up and become who I want to be be productive do the things that I feel are fulfilling because my wants and desires I actually gravitate towards them. Why? Because of what we said before. My dopamine tolerance, it, it went back to normal levels. So then doing things with less dopamine uh, release that are less that will trigger less dopamine release, I'm going to drift towards them more because my tolerance my tolerance is in check and <clears throat> I'm I'm going to feel I'm going to feel the way I'm supposed to feel when I do those things with a normal amount of doing those things. You know, so yeah, I guess just to end it off, I think it's important for me to, I'm just going to call this rewiring my dopamine system or fixing the way the chemical operates in my body, fixing the dopamine tolerance. And that's, it's not so that I, you can go back and like bin not so I can go back and binge all of those things before like scrolling through Instagram or TikTok, but more so, so I could operate properly. You know, it's, it's like, I don't want it to be like a yo-yo sort of thing, but more so just being like being better, operating better, operating the way I'm supposed to be operating, you know, because at the end of the day, like if we were to label this like dopamine tolerance as anything, like I think I think I outlined it enough just to put like the label like unhealthy on it, you know, and I, I think I went into enough depth as to why that is, you know, I'm not going to try to defend that anyway, just my opinion, you know, and maybe I'll, like I said, I'll do a talk later on about an update with how how it's going and uh, any progress, this or that. Or maybe I'll post like video answer questions, something. I don't know. I've been thinking about doing like video questions on uh, my Instagram. Maybe I'll do something like that with this. But um, yeah, that's that is all I got for today. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Amin Gaines. That's A M I N E G A I N Z. Uh, hit me up with any questions, comments, concerns, uh, critiques, opinions, uh, differing or not anything, anything you want to say about the podcast, about me, uh, feel free to, and, uh, yeah, thanks for listening guys. I'll, uh, I'll catch you next week. Peace.